reading from the psalm today is Psalm 27, verses 1 through 5. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Should I fear anyone? The Lord is a fortress protecting my life. Should I be frightened of anything? When evildoers come at me trying to eat me up, it's they, my foes and my enemies, who stumble and fall. If an army camps against me, my heart won't be afraid. If war comes up against me, I will continue to trust in this. I have asked one thing from the Lord. It's all I seek. To live in the Lord's house all the days of my life, seeing the Lord's beauty, constantly adoring the Lord's temple. Because God will shelter me. In God's own dwelling during troubling times, God will hide me in a secret place in his own tent. God will set me up high, safe on a rock. And from the fourth chapter of Mark, I'm reading verses 35 to 41. Later that day, when evening came, Jesus said to the disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the lake. They left the crowd and took Jesus in the boat just as he was. Other boats followed along. Gale force winds arose and waves crashed against the boat so that the boat was swamped. But Jesus was in the rear of the boat, sleeping on a pillow. They woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're drowning? Jesus got up and gave orders to the wind and said to the lake, Silence, be still. The wind settled down and there was great calm. Jesus asked them, Why are you frightened? Don't you have faith yet? Overcome with awe, the disciples said to each other, Who then is this? Even the wind and the sea obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. It had been a long day, a very long day, a full day of large group instruction, probably made longer by Jesus' being on the water. You know, teaching is demanding work, one of the world's most grueling professions on land. Imagine the additional trial of teaching from a boat. Your students out of arm's reach, beyond the impact of the teacher's all-knowing stare. The dismissal bell rings. Jesus is done. Really, he's not finished. He is done. The disciples assume the role of collective skipper, and Jesus, exhausted Jesus, grabs a pillow, a spot in the hall, and goes to sleep, fast asleep, a bear hunkered down for hibernation. Suddenly, rough seas and gale force winds and white-capped waves, tossing and turning that would make the most seasoned sailor green at the gills, grabbing for the nearest bag. The disciples, even the fishermen, were frightened, scared, terrified. 
There was no predicting the next crash, no charting anything approaching an obvious course, and no glimpse, not even a glimmer, of anything even vaguely resembling that so-called calm after the storm. Frightened, scared, terrified, adrift, edgy, alone, submerged in the intensity, plunged into full-blown panic. Until someone probably just one of the 12 remembers until someone remembers there's a hibernating bear hunkered down in the hull. Until someone shouts, startling the sleeping giant from his slumber, hey Jesus, wake up, we're going down. Jesus, gentle Jesus, rubs his eyes and finds his feet. Jesus, gentle Jesus, remembers where he'd been and realizes where he is. Jesus, gentle Jesus, rises up and readies himself to speak. And here's what we don't know. We don't know his tone. Was it loud and aggressive? Was it stout and assertive? Was it calm, clear, and collected? Or was it, could it have been... Soft, gentle, whispered. Soft and gentle, that's what I like to go with, the barely audible, attention-grabbing whisper, hush, be still. Soft and gentle to the gale-forced winds, Soft and gentle to the white-capped waves. Soft and gentle to frightened, scared. Soft and gentle to edgy, alone. And the wind ran out of breath, and the sea became as smooth as glass, quiet, tranquil, peaceful, calm, bright, a sort of heavenly peace in which even the most anxious disciples could sleep. And sticking with soft and gentle, Jesus asks them, why were you frightened? How did you misplace your faith? Or maybe instead of questions, He offered these words of promise, I am here, I will be here, we are in this together. We were sitting in the old Des Perez Church, the old meeting house on 2250 North Geyer Road in St. Louis, Missouri. It's a little rock church built in 1834 by a group of settlers who had come by buckboard and wagon from the east 
and from the South. We were sitting there in the spring of 2007. My doctoral cohort had just completed our final prescribed course. We were about to be launched into the lonely lake of thesis writing. And our preacher for the evening, the Reverend Dr. Herman Tolles, who graduated from the same program in 2003, chose this same text from which to offer a wise and prophetic word. He said, and this is my paraphrase based on my very imperfect memory, tonight we launch you onto the lake, each in your own boats, to traverse thesis waters. At times, these waters will be overwhelming. At times, these waters will be scary. At times, these waters will toss and turn you far beyond what you thought possible. Gale force, winds, and white-capped waves. You may get nauseous. You may throw up. You may want to head back to shore. You may even, at times, wish the boat would capsize so you could disappear into the murky water. And in those times, he continued, in any of those times, those times when you feel frightened, abandoned, on the verge of giving up, I charge you to check out the pillow. Check out the pillow. Check out the pillow, because you are not alone. Jesus is in the boat. Jesus is in your boat. He may be asleep, but he is ready to be wakened whenever you call. It was for me, one about to be launched onto that lake, a wise and prophetic word in the sense that he spoke truth. He did not sugarcoat the months ahead. He spoke truth from his own experience of thesis writing, and he offered a soft and gentle reminder. Check out the pillow. You are not alone. It strikes me that today is much like that evening in 2007, which was much like that very long day of large group instruction. We are launching, preparing to set sail across a lake none of us know. And because we speak truth to one another, we are aware that storms will rise. The winds will pick up. The waves will earn white caps. There will be edgy moments. Moments in which we are unsure, unsteady, even afraid. The anxiety of not knowing may crash into our boats. The newness of this lake may make us nauseous. The shore we've just left, well, we can't actually go back there. And the intensity of transition, it may threaten to submerge us. And in those gale force moments, I hope, I pray that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that someone, that someone who remembers there is a hibernating bear hunkered down in the hall. And I hope, I pray that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that someone else, that someone else who startles the sleeping giant from his slumber. Hey, Jesus, wake up. We're going down. 
But most important, I hope, I pray, that you, the beloved community of St. Giles, will hear that soft and gentle, barely audible, attention-grabbing whisper of the teacher. Hush, be still. I am here. I will be here. We are in this together. May that voice, may those words stabilize your boat, settle your journey, and bring peace in the days ahead. Alleluia and amen.